This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You guys sacked Daniel Jones 11 times. What were you hearing and seeing out there from them while that was going on? Uh, no, we were just trusting the uh, game plan the coach Blake laid out for us. Um, we knew he liked to stare down his first target. So he had his back turned. A lot of guys just win their one-on-one matchups up front, man. Shout out to our D-line. Uh, without them, we couldn't make the plays that we made. So... Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Uh, that the voice of Seahawks rookie cornerback Devin Witherspoon. Uh, he might be defensive rookie of the year if he keeps playing like that. The nationally televised game was one of the best players on the field. Uh, basically doing an interview there with Judy Batista of NFL Network on the field after the game. Uh, I'll translate that interview for everyone. Judy asks Devin Witherspoon, hey, Devin. Why were you guys able to have so much success tonight as a defense? Devin's answer, my translation, because Daniel Jones is bad. It's actually, like, really incredible how brazen teams are with criticizing Jones and the Giants. I, again, like, you normally don't see this, but I guess if it's that embarrassing, then it's uh, then it's that embarrassing. Uh, we will get to Lochmas coming up in a little bit here. Uh, it'll be Santa, a.k.a. Ken Barkley, telling you how to bet the Heisman Trophy. He's a slap coming up in a moment as we hold accountable of the losers who cost us money in week number four. But just a quick, quick update on the uh, the baseball game here. The Rangers up one nothing on the Rays here in the bottom of the second, but Tampa threatening here, Ken. Uh, runners on first and third with two out. Uh, we thought Jordan Montgomery might be hurt. He's like 300 pounds, like, do- like dove to catch a bunt, caught it. But uh, he's staying in the game right now. Uh, Pinto is up for Tampa. I didn't watch a lot of baseball this year. I don't know who that is. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully he hits like his car namesake and uh, we get out of this inning with a one nothing lead. There, there you have it. Hopefully, uh, hopefully the inning has a lot of trouble getting started. I guess would be a right way to put it. <laughs> sorry, oh, Renee so Pinto. Sad. Yeah, you know, Renee Pinto. Pinto. Renee yeah. Pinto. Yeah. Renee Pinto. We didn't, like we didn't watch what? a lot of baseball this year, you know? What do you want us what to say? What was that Diamondbacks so. pitcher, Fod? Uh, Brandon Fod. <laughs> I, just, I just think of someone from Boston <laughs> saying the word fart. fart. Like that, and that's that how wicked, I would say his name. Fod? A wicked fart starting today for the Diamondbacks yeah. against the Brew Crew. All right. And he's uh, awful, been... by the way. I don't I, we don't I don't want to do anything on this. I just want to say this really quick. How is he starting a playoff game? He's terrible. His ERA was like nine. Uh, he's starting game yeah. one of the uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. I just I think that's interesting, I guess, is the right word. Uh, is, yeah. Fod. Mm. Okay. Uh, Ken's going to tell you how to... Oh, Montgomery gets out of the inning. So we're through two Mm -hmm. Rangers with a one nothing lead over the Tampa. Let's go, Rangers. They should play like the New York Rangers goal song when they they get out of innings. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's what it is, right, isn't it? (laughs) Hey, hey. 
us, it's a sort of thing where I grew up a Rangers fan because my grandfather and dad liked them. But if I were just like independently given the choice, like, do you like this team? I would say no, because that is so obnoxious. But I got grandfathered in, so I'm a Rangers fan. So there you go. Literally grandfathered in. I I just, uh, yeah, every time they score and it comes, I just go like, God, this is so stupid. I just, it's just so dumb. But that's, I think hockey things are kind of supposed to be like that, right? Like the Blackhawks had that one forever. Like that, like, when they were like winning the Stanley Cups and everything. They had that. I think that's kind of what they're supposed to be. They're like supposed to be stupid. It's like part of it. And like at some point, I just, like, I'll, I'll very quickly say it here, then I'll do slap really quickly. Just the life of a sports fan. I said this to Ken off air. Like I grew up such a crazed fan of the Giants. And the reason why I'm able like to not care when they get like shellac like they did last night is honestly because they beat the Patriots in Super Bowl 42 to stop the undefeated season and like win a Super Bowl for me as an adult fan. They could lose every game that they play forever now in perpetuity. And I don't really think I would care that much because they were able to win in Super Bowl 42. I sincerely hope that every fan is able to get a moment like that to kind of free you from the shackles of like sports fandom where like you spend your days living and dying with these players who don't know and don't care who you are. And God bless them. All right. Uh, I did a lot of losing this week, week number four in the National Football League. So, Ken, I have to hold accountable a lot of people. Honestly, it really should just be me. I should just talk about myself for a few minutes here. But let's hold accountable the haters and losers, the people that screwed us in week number four with this edition of He's a Slap. You know, I want to start in New Orleans. I should have listened to Ken. He tried to tell me last week. Wait wait till the last second and bet the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What did I do? Took a good number with the New Orleans Saints. Silly me. I should have known that getting close, closing line value with New Orleans was actually a recipe for failure and a recipe for losing money. I'm so sick of Dennis Allen and Derek Carr, or as we affectionately refer to them on the show as, Derek Allen, one combined being of ineptitude. If, if, like, checkdowns were a person, Derek Carr would be sexually attracted to that person. He loves the checkdown more than basically anyone loves anything. Like, you're, like, think about it. You're a dad out there, right, listening to the show, watching the show. Like, you love your kids, right? Derek Carr loves checkdowns, loves to throw it to the running back more than you love your own children. Derek Carr's pronouns are not he and him. They are check and down. I've had it with this guy. I'm done betting on the New Orleans Saints. At least for one week. I'm going to like the Patriots this week. Derek Allen and the New Orleans Saints, absolute slaps. How about Slap Taylor and the Cincinnati Bengals? Remember when Slap Taylor was losing games? We used to call him Slap Taylor, Zach Taylor of the Bengals. And then Joe Burrow just started pulling wins out of his derriere. And a lot of people just like, hey, man, this guy's actually a really good coach. He's going to go back to his name. Zach, without a K or an H. Z-A-C. A dumbass name for a dumbass coach. And the Bengals really ready to play last week against Tennessee. And how about Joe Burrow? Man, Joe Burrow gets paid and all of a sudden looks like the worst quarterback in the league. I know his calf's injured. How about this, Joe? Sit your ass down. Sit down if you can't play if this is going to be what it is. Also got that stupid haircut. Looks like an overgrown Kevin McAllister now. Can someone, like, we have a Joe Burrow intervention here. Like a fashion and hair intervention with Joe Burrow. Also, can he play better? The Bengals 1-3. and three. Season circle in the drain. And I lost money on them this week against the Tennessee Titans. So Joe Burrow, slap Taylor and the Bengals. Absolute slaps. I don't really know if we need to do the Giants offensive line. We did them a lot already. But, yeah, this is the worst offensive line I've ever seen. Like, do you have – do you guys have any professional pride? Like, what do you think it feels like just to go out there and it's just 
basically the play starts and you just turn around and yell, run Daniel, run! It's over already, the play starts and Jones is on the ground. These poor guys, except they're not poor. They're rich and they're terrible at their jobs. Maybe the worst we've ever seen. The Giants offensive line, absolute slaps. And the last one, you're like, I'm the fool here. Candidly, I bet the Patriots last week. Should have known better. Also, I need to take a big time L. I need to take two L's. The first L that I need to take, maybe New England could get back in the playoff hunt this year. I like them this Sunday against New Orleans. I, I don't think Mac Jones is good. And I, I've been on record saying that for a long time. And like maybe he can like win some games this year and like be like a, a, an average quarterback. I don't think he's good. I think I need to take the L there. And the other L that I need to take. When uh, Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay and the Patriots struggled with Cam Newton, I was big-time Bill Belichick defender. Like, they're both great. Like, why does it have to be one or the other? I think if you were forced to choose now, do you think it was more Brady or Belichick? Who would you take? Who would you take? Brady or Belichick? Greatest defensive coordinator ever? Good head coach. Is he the GOAT? There's only one GOAT. Thomas. Edward, Patrick, Brady. But as always, and Bill Belichick's a slap. No, he's not. I am. Uh, so as always, no one forced me to bet on the New Orleans Saints, the Cincinnati Bengals, the horrendous New York football giants and the over in that game, or the New England Patriots. The biggest slap for week four in the National Football League is me, Nick Costos. All right, let's find out how to bet the Heisman Trophy now following week five in college football. Santa has slid down the chimney, eaten the milk and cookies, and he's ready to drop some knowledge on you with Lochmas. College football is the best time of the year. The fight songs. Announcers going crazy. Picked off. Real estate ahead. Shiloh. Sanders. Stunned like his daddy. Touchdown. The roar of the crowd. But for Nick and Ken, college football only sounds like one thing. Santa, Heisman Trophy market. Caleb Williams, the reigning defending Heisman champ, plus 175. Uh, Michael Penix, plus 450. Quinn Ewer, 7. Bo Nix, 8. Jordan Travis, 13. Sam Hartman, 16. Jaden Daniels, 18. J.J. McCarthy and Dylan Gabriel, both at 20. How are you betting Heisman Trophy right now, Santa? Uh, I think it's... I think it's still okay to wait. And I, you know, I took a couple flyers in this market. I bet almost nothing in Heisman this year. Usually I've just got like all these positions. I've got all these guys. And if you've been like betting Caleb Williams as his price has been dropping, um, your price has aged really well. I, I think the thing that'll just be really interesting, <clears throat> excuse me, is that we're entering the part of the season where this will actually be decided. Like conference play is starting to kind of roll here for, for consecutive weeks. Most of the top candidates who have had amazing statistical seasons up to this point. That's Caleb and that's Penix for sure. Those two guys um, ha haven't like played the games that will decide whether they win the Heisman trophy yet. So the statistical resumes are, are awesome and they're really, they're very good, but just like, <clears throat> I think it's, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. I think it's okay to wait and like, let, let Caleb get a lead in the market. Cause he may not even like be ahead at the end of the year. Let Caleb, his price drop. 
same with like Jalen Carter, defensive rookie of the year. When we talk about that, like, yeah, let that let that price run away a little bit because he's not actually that far ahead. Like Caleb's far ahead statistically, just that like who the winner of the Heisman Trophy will be a team that accumulates an outstanding team record, like makes the playoff or comes extremely close to making the playoff like Caleb did last year. We still really don't know whether USC is going to do that with their defense. We still really don't know whether Washington's going to do that. They play Oregon next weekend, not this weekend. So like those teams have all their work ahead of them to be playoff worthy teams. The statistics are eye popping, like they're unbelievable. So it sounds crazy. Like, well, what do you mean? One of them won't win. Like, what are you talking about? They have so many touchdowns. Be like, well, that's part of the puzzle. But the other part we have no clue about yet. Like USC finishes nine and three. Caleb's going to win the Heisman for sure again. Like that's going to happen. Um, I think it's just okay to wait. And like the season defining games in the final four to five weeks of the season, I think it's okay to like at that point evaluate what's going on. Like I'm not trying to get ahead of Caleb or Penix or these guys. And I think it's totally possible we get to three, four or five weeks from now and someone emerges that we're like really either not expecting or is trailing right now. And it's probably based more on their team success and the other two teams lack of team success. So I just, I think it's okay to not be involved right now and then maybe take a shot at Caleb Williams and Penix later, especially if the team success isn't there for those two players. The day two of Lochmas betting the Heisman Trophy. Hour one done, hour two for you coming up on the other side where we'll be simulcast on the stadium. We'll start it talking the National Football League week five with our good friend, Pete Prisco.